is on the air. This is Fort Bond at Navenville, Detroit, where the famous Cardinals and the Detroit Tigers start their battle for the World Championship. The play-by-play descriptions of all the World Series games are brought to you with the compliments of the Ford Motor Company. Mr. Henry Ford, Mr. Edsel Ford, and your local Ford dealers, producers and distributors of Ford and Lincoln cars and Ford trucks. The sponsors will be amply repaid if you get enjoyment from these broadcasts. In order that you might hear the play-by-play description of this game in its entirety, a number of advertisers have chimed omitted their regular afternoon broadcast. Among those are CAMA programs, usually heard at 3.15 over some of these stations. The program this afternoon will be heard instead at 4.30. Also, Procter & Gamble, manufacturers of dress, and the makers of Octodile, removing their broadcast from 3 o'clock to 4.30. In behalf of the Ford Motor Company and the National Broadcasting Company, we wish to thank them for their courtesy. Now, fans, ladies and gentlemen, we present a man whose voice has been familiar to you over the air for years. Here he is to give you the thrill and color of this World Series pre-game atmosphere. It's wild around here, a crowd fills the park, but here is the man who can tell you about it and picture it to you right there in your home. It's Graham McNamee, and here he is. Thanks, boys. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen of the radio audience. We're at Maven Field this afternoon in Detroit, Michigan. We're in just about 15 minutes, or even a little less. The World Series will be open by the umpire who will howl play ball. And in this case, it will be Geisel of the American League who will be behind the plate this afternoon. When he yells play ball, then the party will start. Magic words for the 47,000 wild-eyed, rabid baseball fans gathered in the stands, while thousands mill around the park, hoping that by some miracle, they'll be able to squeeze themselves through those turnstiles tomorrow with a shoehorn or something of the kind. The Detroit Tigers and the St. Louis Cardinals, the Redbirds, that's the setup. And his general opinion is correct. The next week should produce a series of games which will make the blood flow plenty fast through the veins of those fortunate fans lucky enough to be here and in the stands down at St. Louis the latter part of the week. The Bleachy crowd began to gather outside the park two days back and this morning at 4 a.m. Oh, that's an awful hour to be up. I saw 5,000 expected Bleacherites waiting more or less patiently for the gates to open. They were a good-natured crowd, turning jokes here and there, playing cards, sleeping in blankets, or even in newspapers, those who were not fortunate enough to have blankets. Even a bit of a trap shooting game was going on here and there. Penny Annie was indulged in. The weather coming into Detroit last night on the American Airways was just a bit threatening. It was very thick up above, and our ship even had a special difficulty uh, coming in because the haze was so strong. But it's okay now. The weather remains bad most of the morning, and it looks as though it might possibly rain. But about 11.45, the sun does manage to peep through the haze, and although it's not clear now, all thought of rain has been dispelled. That's over for today. Fastball pitching should go mighty well in the semi-haze of today. We're 
situated just off first base, on top of double-deck stands, and although we're 150 feet off the foul line, we're so high up that the bag looks like a short jump from here. The series this year resembles last year's battle, in that both teams are under first-year managers. Frankie Frick, the old Fordham Flash, took over the Cardinals after midseason last year, and Mickey Mike Cochran of the Tigers came to Detroit after last season, from Philadelphia, of course, where he has been under Connie Mack for many years. Both are playing managers, of course. Brink covering second for the card and still losing his cap now and then as he jacks those Texas leaguers into right and center field. And Cochran, who is one of the greatest catchers ever to wear a chest protector. Both men know baseball from start to finish. They're no newcomers to the game. They're in there and know every move. And both are known as players who are at their best when the going is tough. As money players, there's no choice between these two managers, and they're the best there are. I don't believe there ever was a series that promised more color and spike and pep with that Pepper Martin, Medway, Frisch, and the Dean brothers. Dizzy and Daffy for the cards, and Cochran, Gerringer, Greenberg, and Schoolboy Rose for the Tigers. Detroit is more hungry for this series than any city in my recollection. 13 years at the microphone and World Series. The city has been eating, sleeping, and talking World Series for weeks and has packed every available inch of the stand. Just about every available inch now. They're coming in in droves, and it won't be long before we won't be able to see a seat in the place unoccupied. And to cheer the Tigers on to victory. Opinion as to the outcome seems more even than I've ever seen it before. A fine band has been entertaining the crowd, and Al Jack has furnished a lot of laughs with his antics as leader of the band and playing the clown at third base, as only Al can do it. Groundkeepers has just been manicuring the base pads, and the foul lines have been newly chalked, and all is ready to grow. Well, the crowd color, in, from the visual angle, is not quite what we have seen it at times. The reason of that being, of course, is because it's rather chilly today. Men have on their overcoats and hats. You don't see any white shirts out today, and the ladies are done up in their furs and coats. So the color is just a little bit drab through the sand as it is through the sky. But the incentive to come to this series is there just the same. The umpires today are at the plate, Geisel of the American League. At first base, that grand old-timer, Bill Clem of the National League. And by the way, Way back in 1909, since that Detroit won its last pennant. Not a World Series, but a pennant. And Bill Clem, way back there in 1909, was one of the umpires of that series. In fact, he's the only one of the four umpires who worked at that time who is alive today. At second base, Reardon. Clem will be at first. At second base, Reardon of the National League. And 
and at third base, Owen of the American League. And in just about seven minutes now, they'll be ready to go. Those are the umpires. That's the way they're lined up. And as you know, the umpires are quick each day through the series, whether it go four, five, six, or seven games, and they go clockwise around. In other words, the man on third today will be at the plate tomorrow. That is Owen. And they switch from day to day, going with the clock. I believe that Dizzy Dean and Al Crowder will pitch. I think that that's official. Mickey Cochran has said he will pitch Al Crowder. And Frankie Frisch comes through with Dizzy Dean. Dizzy, you know, has been hanging around Frankie Frisch's coattails for the past three days. Every time he got an opportunity to speak to his manager, he'd say, Frisch, can I pitch the opening game? And Frisch would look at him and say, maybe. Well, that didn't do Dizzy much good for a while. I suppose because he just didn't know where he was standing and he was just wild to pitch this game. But finally Frankie came through and allowed his great eight, who is who has with his brother practically pinched the pennant for the National League team, the Cardinals will pitch the first game. Star for Detroit, who was one of the outstanding features of the year uh, to bring Detroit the flag, will not work today. He will probably be pitched in the second game, possibly against uh, Daffy Dean, Dizzy's brother, uh, tomorrow afternoon. That is schoolboy row. But today, it almost certainly will be Dizzy Dean and Al Crowder. Dizzy Dean for the Cardinals, Al Crowder for the Tigers. And now, let me go through the lineup for the afternoon. I believe this to be correct, and if there are any changes, we will give them to you when they are announced. We'll give you the visitors first, St. Louis Cardinals. Leading off, Martin, Pepper Martin, who simply walked away with a World Series in his pocket several years ago. That was, in my experience, the greatest one-man effort I have ever seen in baseball. Pepper Martin, third base for the Cardinals. Rothrock, R-O-T-H-R-O-C-K, right field. Frankie Frick, manager, second base. Medwick in the cleanup position. Left field. Medwick. Collins at first base. Delancey. D-E-L-A-N-C-E-Y. Catching. Orsaki. O-R-S-A-T-E-I. Center field. Durocher. D-U-R-O-C-H-E-R. Shortstop. Durocher, one of the greatest of all shortstops in the field. Not a terrific batter, but a marvel down there getting in the way of those balls and getting them over to first base. And Jerome Dean, pitching for the Tigers. Detroit, White is the leadoff man. Center field. Mike Cochran has put himself in the second position. Mike used to bat third and fourth, you know, cleaning up. But now, he is up in second place. D-O-C-H-R-A-N-E, catching. Geringer, D-E-H-R-I-N-G-E-R. 
marvelous batting boy that plays second base for the Detroit Tigers and one of the real reasons why Detroit is up there and in this series today. Greenberg, last year, just a rookie practically, just another first baseman, and today, one of the big soft dogs baseball stars. Greenberg, first base. And then that old Washington boy, whose acquisition was one of Cochran's big, fine steps this year, Bruce Goslin. You know, we've seen him playing World Series in Washington these many years. Now he's over with Detroit because Cochran was wise enough to pick him up. Rogel at short, R-O-G-E-L-L, short. at third base, O-W-E-N. Fox in right field, and Al Crowder will do the pitching. The umpires, we will repeat. There has been a change in the umpires, in their position. We gave you what we had, but there has been a change. Owen is behind the plate. Clem, Bill Clem, at first base. Geisel, at second base. And Reardon will be over at third. And now, it's just two and a half minutes before this ball game is going to begin. I'm going to turn this microphone over, let the boys who are going to work inning by inning talk for a moment just to loosen up their whistles a little bit so that they'll get started on the right foot. First, Ford Bond will speak to you for a moment. He will turn the microphone over to Tom Manning. Ford Bond of New York and Tom Manning of Cleveland. We're going to call him his nickname, but I believe we've stopped calling him that nickname. Tom, what do you think of that? <laughs> anyway, Ford Bond will speak, then Tom will speak to you, and boys, we're going to start the game. Tom Manning, Tom Manning will work four and a half innings, followed by Ford Bond for four and a half innings. And now the umpires and the managers are about home plate. Talking the situation over for a moment, talking of certain ground rules, and getting ready to go. The field is cleared. All that's out there in the field are a few fielders with lying on the ground. And come on, Ford, take this microphone. Ford Bond. The boys are just about ready to go out and start this man's ball game for the first game of the 1934 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Tigers of Detroit. There's the national anthem. Let's listen.
just a moment to those Gene brothers again. Uh, St. Louis won 12, uh, 15 shutouts this year. The Deans scoring 12 of them, and the balance of the staff, three. Boys, listen to that crowd here as the boys go out into the field. Uh, Jerome won seven of those 12 shutouts, and Paul five. The balance of the staff, three, and Paul also had his great no-hit game against Brooklyn. Now, the boys are out in the field, and in just a few moments, this ball game is going to start opening the series, and my old pal Tommy Manning of Cleveland come on in. Thank you, Graham. Good afternoon, everybody. We're over at Naval Field, Detroit, to know. What a season this is done in baseball. What two teams we have out here, the color. Color galore. The Dean Brothers. It's Dizzy and Daffy. It's that kind of a series, if you please. Over here in Detroit, for the first time in the history of the World Series, we've been for, for 20 minutes to allow the crowd to get in. These fans here are so excited, so enthused over the expectancy of the color in this World Series that they have all taken a good nature. The band has just left the field. Detroit Tigers are out there now tossing the ball around. Hello, Black Hill, that they've been using throughout the season. It's so black that it looks like a piece of coal. And that federal right-hander, formerly of the Washington Senators, General Crowder, who picked a great season in 1933, but followed in the World Series. Perhaps due to overwork. He is out there, being acclaimed again by these enthusiastic Detroit looters. Manager Mike Cochran, one of the greatest catches of all time, goes to the receiving. Here's the last little official lineup again. For St. Louis, Pepper Martin at third. Jack Walcott in right. Manager Fritz at second. Pedwick in left. Collins at first. Gilancy, Cat. Orsatti, center. DeRocher, short. And the great Jerome Dizzy Dean in the box. They say he's dizzy. I wish he was dizzy too. For Detroit, White, center. Manager Cochran, Cat. Geringer, second. Hank Greenberg, first. Bruce Garland, left. Billy Rogel, short. Owen, third. They say he's the most improved player in the majors this year. Fox in right field. Crowder, pitching. Umpire Vic Owen, behind the back. Brown, at first. Geisel, at second. Reardon, at third. Hill Pirates called play ball. Pepper Mark, the right-hand hitter, is stepped into the box. A great cheer goes up. General Crowder takes his glove off, stands back to the rosin bag, looks out towards center field. He has his outfielders all spotted. The old general steps up on the rubber. It won't be long now. Cochran rushes behind the plate. Pepper Mark taking his aim, swinging that old bat up and down. In that bluish gray uniform with Cardinal Red. Swing the bat up and down. Up goes Crowder's arm. The World Series is on. The first pitch. It's a bounder down third base. Owen has it. He whips it across the diamond. Keeper. And Martin is out. Run away. The first ball pitch. General Crowder taking a slow wind up. Whip that ball over the heart of the plate. Cut the mark. The right hand batter swung on two hot. Carvalho stepped over. Count Galante picked it up. Lost it over to Big Hank Greenberg. The series is on. The Cardinals in the first inning. One out. Nobody on. Jack Rothrock, formerly of the American League, playing a great game in right field for the Cardinals. He passed him left-handed, reputed to be a very fast runner, one of the fastest in the Major League. The pitch, it's outside, ball one. 
Jack Rothrock takes a slow, easy aim at the pitcher, and here it comes. And there it goes, a high fly to center field. Out into center field, and White is waiting for it. He has it. Two men out. Fox with that old, White with that old ball, and he's got a Garriger. Garriger to Owens to Greenberg, to Owens to Greenberg. They almost knock each other down. Then Greenberg bottles the ball a moment, crosses it over to General Crowder, and we're ready to go. Frankie Quick. Frankie Fitch, the manager of the Cardinals, a left-hand hitter is at that, that bat. He's a switch hitter, you know. And here it is. Right ball, up back ball, right down the old alley. Right one on the Cardinal manager, Frankie Fitch. Two men out in the first inning. Nobody is on. The wind-up, the pitch. A half swing, but it's declared a ball. And the count is ball one and strike one. Frankie Fitch is all set to lamb base. That one's still out on the cherry street, as they call it. And now the count of the cargo manager, ball one and strike one. Quick steps out of the box. Gets a pinch of dirt. Knocks the ducks off the shoes and he's back in there again. The signal and the wind-up. Ball one, strike one, two out, nobody on. Here it is. He swings at the ground ball. The ball on. Back down. It's over near short. And goes over, retrieves the ball, but is unable to make a play. And I'm sure it is a base hit for the cargo manager, Frankie Quick. That was a ground ball. It is scored as an error. That ball was hit to the left of Bravo. He leaped over for it, batted it over towards shortstop. The Rogel was running over to back him up. He batted it over to the regular shortstop position and was unable to make a play. It is scored as an error for Bravo, the third baseman. Now we have Joey Ledwick up, hits the first ball, pitches a base hit in the left field. Rich is rounding second base. Dowson retrieves the ball, puts it into Rogel at third. Quick bats the second, a single. Now we have others on first and second. Frankie Fitch is on second. Medwick, Frankie Fitch on second. Medwick on first. Two went out in the first inning. And Rip Collins, who has hit 35 home runs this year. For the St. Louis Cardinals, the left-hand batter is up. General Crowder, a right-hand pitcher, is in the box. Gets his signal. Looks out for second. And here it is. He hits the first ball. Pitch at the side of the center field. White is backing up. He's under it. He has it. about 35 homers this year. Here's the way that inning worked. Martin came up, knocked the first hit down the third, and was out on the fast throw from Owen over to Greenberg, reached the first backer just about five feet before the runner got there. Then Rothrock. Rothrock came up, slapped the second pitch on a high fly, sailing way out into center field with a hard-driven ball, but Jojo White was there when it came down, and two men were out. Frankie Bridge came up. Frankie Bridge drove one hard to the left of Marvorn. Down on 30 came out, got his hands on the ball, and Bridge went on down to first with base on Owen Garrett. Roller calling it Owen Garrett, base down on first. Medwick came up. Slapped the ball hard out of the left field. Bridge moves on down to second. Actually, he wants to circle it. And Bruce Gosling rammed it on into third base. Collins came up without on that fly, but here is the Tigers after first and Tom Manning to give it to you. All right, Tom. Jojo White, left-hand hitter, center field of the Tigers. It is white uniform with the blue letters. He's up there. The first pitch from Dizzy Dean. Strike one. Ball. Up first.
burning fastball, fell high right down the old alley for a tall strike. Izzy King is out there wearing that pink fire just as confident as he has been in his 30 victories in the past season. The wind-up, a long, lean wind-up, and here it is. A hook ball is low inside. Ball one and strike one. It's the last half of the first inning. In this old World Series ball game at Haven Field, Detroit. We're receiving the description through the National Broadcasting Company. Ball one and strike one, the pitch. Ball two, a fastball. This is the outside corner of the pitch. And the count on the left-hand hitter, Jojo White, is ball two and strike one. He is the leadoff man of the Tigers. The last to the catcher, and here's the pitch. Last pitch. 
sort of a change of place offering. Now it's ball two and strike one. The wind up, the pitch, he swings, it's a base hit, a base run to left field. All out there is received by Joey Medwick. He whips it into Rio to Rose for a second, and Charlie Carrier is on first base, a ringing single to left field. That is the first Tiger hit of the World Series. Greenberg is coming up. Hank Greenberg is a big Tiger first tackle, a right-hand hitter. Frankie Swift has left his position for second. And has ran in to back with Dizzy D. Now he's going back again. The last half of the first inning, two men have been retired. Charlie Gerringer on first, and Hank Greenberg at back. The outfielders are moving back, ready for the pitch, and here it is. It's a ball ball down first base. Pepper Martin comes up with a third. He is out at first. That was a beautiful play by Pepper Martin. He went out of his back. Piece of the ball, and threw it over there, sucked off the ground to Rip Collins at first base, and that is all for the Tigers in the first inning. No runs, one hit, Matt Dolores, Geringer, was left on the base. Come in for it. White came up to start off the Tigers part of this ball game here in the first inning. White banged one, a hot one down to Leo DeRocher, who took it fast, got it over to Rip Collins on first, and one man was gone for the Tigers in the first inning. Stockton then came up, Mickey Packman, Stockton banged one down to Frisch. Frisch stumbled, went down hard after the ball, but came up with it and wanged it over to Collins, and two men were out. Two out, nobody on. Geringer came up. Geringer got a hold of Leather and lifted it out on a drive into left field. A single over the shortstop head, and he was down on first. There he was on first with big Hank Greenberg. Hank Greenberg, a mighty man with a bat, up there to face Dizzy Dean. He drove one down to Martin. Martin took it prettily, wound it over to Collins. And they were down four men up and three out for the Tigers in the first inning. No run, one hit, no error. And two big zeros hang out there on the scoreboard in right field. A zero for St. Louis and one for Detroit at the end of the first inning. Going into the second now, here is Delancey coming up the bat for the Tigers and Tom Manning to give you the second inning. All right, Tom. General Fowler, that right-hand veteran, is out there in the box to wind up the first pitch to Delancey. The left-hand hitter. He hits the first ball, it's a long post to left field. Darkwell is back near the barrier. Under it, he has it. That was a long drive about five feet from the barrier in deep left field. He's Darkwell backing up, taking the ball, and then flipping over to Jojo White in center, fights to Rogel, to Allen, to Gallagher, to Greenberg. And now General Sauter again has the ball with his glove off, handling the ball with his bare hand. He gets a bit of rosin, and we're ready to go again. Orsatti, Ernie Orsatti, the center fielder of the St. Louis Cardinals for the National League is up. Hit the first ball, pitch, it's a hit into left field. He was a left-hand batter, and he cracked the first ball, pitch, a line drive into left field. The ball is received by Kuzarza. He returns it to Rochelle at second. It's a single for Ernie Orsatti. That's the second hit of the afternoon for the Cardinals. And that brings Rio DeRosa up. Rio DeRosa, you know, back to right-handed. Here's a little shortstop of the St. Louis Cardinals. Carter is pitching and Cochran catching. Here's the first pitch. It's a strike call. General puts that one in there. Let her high. Let her high, Bill Mundy is Here's the next pitch to Rio DeRosa. Ball one. That was a hook ball. That was a little bit outside. And the count on DeRocher is ball one and strike one. In the second inning, one man out. As a peg over the first, nothing happens. Father has the ball again in the box. 
Leo DeRosa batting, ball one, strike on the pitch. He swings, hits a plate high out of the center field. Jojo White backing up a bit under it. He's waiting, and he has it. Two men out in the first half of the second inning. The Cardinals batting, and we still have Porcani on first base. Now, Jerome Dizzy Dean is coming up. In the hotel lobby this morning, Will Rogers, he needs no introduction. Then how's the old arm, Dizzy? Well, it's okay, says the White don't want me to pitch, but Tom Tom, when there's a ball game and any pitching to be done, I'm the pitcher. And there he is, he's in there pitching. And here's the first pitch to Dizzy, he swings at the foul back, strike one. And when Dizzy D asked Will Rogers how he was getting along, particularly over Russia, he said, well, Dizzy, they had me play on the outfield, he said, I didn't do any pitching. But they had a great time together, had two great fellows, Will Rogers and Dizzy D. All right, it's the last half of the second inning, you know, two men out. More shotty on first, and the count on Dizzy Dean is strike one. Here's the pick. He swings at the bounding ball. Down here, second row, Garrow has it. Back to Garringer. And Garringer dropped the ball, and everybody is safe. That was a ground ball, and Willie Rochelle walked it easy, went over to Garringer, and Garringer dropped the ball, and now we have runners on first and second. We've been delayed a moment while Dizzy Dean is putting on that strike cargo sweater. Mike was all right, and Charlie Gerringer, the second baseman of the Tigers, is charged with an error. And now we have Orzati on second, Dean on first, two men out, and Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin, the star of the series of 31. Boy, will you ever forget what he did in that series. He stole bases, he hit home runs. He climbed up on the fence, the flag long drives, and here he is again. Pepper Martin is slowly getting into the box. He was in there, but Tyler. Carter was ready to pitch, and he jumped out of the box quickly. And all ready to go again. Pepper Martin is up the first pitch. Foul oh, back, right one. Pepper Martin wasn't kidding on that play. Let that back go from way back that time. No scorers yet. The first half of the second inning. Australia is on second. Dizzy Dean is on first. And Pepper Martin is up with two out. Right one. General Carter, a right-handed pitching. Captain catching. Here it comes. It's a foul back. Pepper Martin with the bat clip out of his hand. And it flies through over to the boxes in back of home plate. Now we have strike two on Pepper Martin. We have runners on first and second to know most scorers yet in this first World Series ball game from Maven Field, Detroit. Pepper Martin back in the box again now. Out. Here it is. It's a bounding ball down third base. A big hop. Owen has it. Here's the throw. And the throw is wide. And everybody is safe. The bags are loaded. Carver took that ball. He backed up on it. Then threw it wide to Hank Greenberg. Pulling Greenberg off the bag. And now we have the back loaded, as it were. And two men out. That is an error for third base for Owen. That is the third error of the afternoon for the Tigers. And here's a picture as you see it now. Ernie Orsatti is on third base. Dizzy Dean is on second base. Pepper Martin is on first base. And we have two men out. Jack Rothrock is coming up. The last time up, Rothrock hit a fly ball to Jojo White in center field. He backed the left hand of the pitch. Ball run. Crowder's hook ball with low inside. 
Tyson gazed around at the bullpen, nobody warming up as yet. It's the first half of the second inning, the Cardinals have the bag folded, two men out, the wind up, and here it is! Strike call! That was a fast one, felt high, and now the call on. Jack Rothrock is up there hitting it over, the bag's loaded. Two men out, and the bags are loaded. Here it is. It's a drive in the center field, it's a base hit in the left center field. Corsani is coming in, Dean is rounding, second, third base coming in. The throw is to the infield, and Pepper Martin goes to third base. Two runs score for the St. Louis Cardinals. Here's the picture again, the bags were loaded. Jack Walcott was up there, and he hit a line drive in the left center field. It was a single, and it takes Corsani across the plate, also Dizzy Dean. Pepper Martin went to third, Walcott dropped the first, and it is now St. Louis 2, Detroit nothing. Runners on first and third, two men out, and manager Frankie Fisk coming up. Frankie tops the left-handed, you know, with a right-hand pitcher in the box. The pitch, it's a foul, strike one. That was certainly a smack by Jack Rothrock, a line drive to the left center field. For a moment, it looked like extra bases, but Jojo White was over there, took the ball on the second hop, and whipped it in there to Rogel, holding Rothrock at first. Here's the pitch. It's a long foul upstairs. Strike two on Frankie Fritz. First half of the second inning, you know, St. Louis Cardinals two. Detroit Tigers nothing. Frankie Fritz, the manager of the Cardinals, who stepped out of the batter's box for a moment. That's the best off his shoes, and now he's back in there again with runners on first and third. Two men out. First half of the second inning. Crowder takes the stretch, and here's the pitch. It's too high outside. Ball one. With a count two and nothing, Carter elected to try to get first to swing it a high pass one outside. And now we have right two, ball one. Frankie Fritz was batting left-handed this afternoon against the right-hand slant of Crowder. Runners on first and third. Two out. Here it is. He swings at the down ball. Challenger. Fumbles the ball. He sees it quickly. Cross the Greenberg. And pushes out at first base. That is a nice play by Charlie Gallagher. A ground ball between Challenger and Greenberg. Challenger coming over. Fire to his left. Knocks the ball down. Home of the home of Charlie. Turned all the way around. And then crossed the Greenberg. Getting first at first base. Come in for it. Ready happened that inning. Galanti came up. Banged the fly out to left field. Dowson was right up against the wire. And took it to his one gone. Or Fatty came up. Left one between the third baseman and shortstop in the left field for a single. Then Bureker. Bureker next to a man on third, one out. And he left one out to Georgia White in center field. And two men were gone. Two out, a man on. Dean came up. Dean drove one down. Rogel covered and kept off second base. Shot to Derringer. Derringer made an error taking the throw for Rogel. And Orfati would save a second. Martin it back. Two on, two out. A bounce down to third. And was saved at first on Owen. Wyatt throw to first base. Rothrock came up. Lamp one out into the center field, scoring Arsali and Dean. Martin went to third, Rothrock was on first. Frick was the next man in the batting order. He wrapped one down to Geringer. Geringer had a hard time handling it with a bad ball to handle, but he got a hold of it, picked up off the ground. Got it over to Greenberg, and the fast retired. Two runs, two hits, two errors. Here is Bruce Gosselin at bat in Detroit's half of the second in Tom Manning. The first pitch to Gosselin. A change of pace offering is high outside. Bruce Gosselin, you know, is a left-hand hitter. Ball one. Dizzy Dean is in the box for the St. Louis Cardinals with Delancey behind the bat. Gosselin is first up in the last half of the second. Here's the pitch. It's a strike. A nice hook ball that comes over just above the knees. And the count on Bruce Gosselin is ball one and strike one. 
Townsend is up. Rodell hanging around home plate. The pitch. Hit the ball inside. And the count on Johnson. Ball two and strike one. Johnson pulling away from that one. Dizzy Dean had plenty on it, too. Dizzy Dean said that Jerome would not pitch this afternoon, but apparently Jerome won out. It's a high foul. Almost up in the third project behind home plate. Another count on Dawson is two and two. Dawson leading off for the Tigers in the last half of the second inning. Dawson batting and Billy Rogel will hit next. Two and two. Dizzy is taking a little more time at the moment. Now he's ready to go. There's a long wind up, and here it is. It's a base hit in the left field. Redwick receives the ball, passes it in there. Two, he has the road to the second, and it's a one base drop for two Goslin. Goslin took the hold of a high fastball inside and drove it to left field. It's a hard hit ball. And Joey Ludwig handled the ball very neatly out there at left field, returning it to DeRozier and holding Johnson at first. That's the second hit of the afternoon for the Tigers. Billy Rogel is up. You know, he's a good hitter. He's either left or right-handed. That's Billy Rogel. He's hitting left-handed this afternoon. Billy Rogel is up there, and the count is... Strike one, on Bill Rogel. There's the long lead wind up again of Dizzy Dean, the pitch. Strike, swinging. Strike two, that ball was up around the peak of the cap. Billy Rogel, right close violence, and he took a murderous cut at it and missed. Right two, on Rogel. Last half of the second inning, St. Louis Cardinals, two, Tigers, nothing. Nobody out, Goslin is on first. Here's the pitch. Hit a ball outside. Apparently that was a pitch out. With a count, strike two. Delancey sneaks the ball on the outside of that plate. And now the count on Billy Rogel. Ball two, strike two, and ball one. Ball going. Hanging around home plate. There's the stretch. The pitch. Hit the ball outside. Count on Billy Rochelle, who is batting left-handed in ball two and strike two. The last half of the second inning, the first game of the World Series. From Maven Field, Detroit, to the National Broadcasting Company. Two and two is the count. Strike three! The throw to second, a double play! Johnson is out, and Frankie Fish was one of the plays. Dizzy Dean, everybody is running out the second base. On that play, you know, who Johnson? Who Johnson was on first base. Johnson was off with the pitch. It was a call strike on Billy Rochelle, and then Delancey hooked the ball to Fish. Fish took the ball sitting on, on second base. Johnson went in hard and knocked Frankie Fish down. And now all of the Cardinal players have left the bench. They're dashed out there at second base. The trainer is out there, and they're all bending over Frankie Fish. He got up and walked about 15 yards away from the second base cushion, and then again sat down on the ground. And as we observed him coming over towards first base, he was rubbing his left shoulder. We all sincerely hope that uh, nothing severe has happened to Frankie Fish. Uh-oh, Dizzy Dean is out there. Dizzy Dean is patting him on the back and saying something as funny as probably saying, come on, old kid, you can take it better than just Dizzy Dean. Who's Dawson went in there that time? 
Another count of the panel, ball one and strike one. Ball one, strike one. On Collins, the left hand side of the pit. He swings at the crowded outpost. Greenberg takes it, goes to Rogel at second. Out, that's the call. He's in the dirt, and it's a wire throw. Back from Rogel. And Collins goes to second base. And that play, Mavis was on first. Collins hit a fly ball to Greenberg. Greenberg flipped the ball to Rogel, forcing Redwick at second. Billy Rogel then, and trying to complete the double play, through past Greenberg and went to second base. That, of course, will be scored as an error for Billy Rochelle, the shortstop. And now we have Collins on second base. One man out. And catcher, Delancey. The left-hand batter is up. That was a made-to-order double play. Greenberg coming up nicely with that ball and throwing it to Rochelle. That is the fourth error of the afternoon for the Tigers. Collins is out on second base in a scoring position. Delancey, the captain, back to left-handed, is up on the first pitch. It's a ball. The hook ball is just a little bit high on the inside. Ball one on Catcher Delancey. There's the stretch. Runner on second to go, one out. The pitch. It's a ball. The fast ball is too high. And the count on Delancey. Yep, Bernie O'Shaughney hanging around home plate. Claudio Lope is looking just a little bit slower now. Here's the pitch. The ground ball, down first base, Greenberg fumbles the ball, and Garrison exceeds at the fans at the plate, and Collins continues on and beats the throw, scoring. That was a ground ball, but Collins on second base, it was a ground ball, down first base play, Greenberg allowed the ball to trickle through his leg, got it, Garrison received the ball, and Collins on the third base, going at full speed, and stood in just ahead of the throw, scoring. Two men out, and Leo DeRocher coming up. 
Leo DeRosino backs him right-handed. Here's the shortstop for the St. Louis Cardinals. Gillespie on first. Two out. DeRosino hits the first ball. Hits a last. He fly toward right field. Whiskey Fox coming over a little bit. He's under it. And he has it. That is all for the St. Louis Cardinals in the first half of the third inning. Come in for it. The Cardinals met wake up in the first half of the third. He ran one past third baseman, Marv Owen, for a single. He was on first. Collins at bat. Collins grounded one hot down to Greenberg. Returned. Winged it down to Rogel. Medwick out at second. Rogel off to Rowe. Back to first. And Collins went on down to second when the ball went back. Greenberg there on Rogel's error. The bad throw. And on second, Delancey up. Delancey throws one hop down to Greenberg. Greenberg at the ball. Pickle through his leg. And he was safe at first. Collins went on him. Throwing. Sliding into the home plate ahead of the throw. Getting in there. And was called safe. Orsatti then came up. And the fly out into right field where Pete Fox was under when it came down. And two men were gone. DeRocher then came up. One on, two out. He left one out the same direction. And Pete Fox had the third foot out. So the score is three to nothing. Two runs for the Cardinals in the second inning. One run in the third. Three to nothing. And Detroit coming up with Pete Fox. Irvin Pete Fox. The right fielder made those last two out. For the Tigers coming up first here in their half of the third. Here's the windup and the pitch. It's a high fly ball. Back of first base. Collins is back just right on the line. He takes it. One man out. Pete Fox with a count ball. One and strike one. Except that a little pop fly is back of first base. That's Chris Collins back up for General Collins is getting a nice hand from the fans here at David Field as he steps up to the plate. General Crowley, you know, bats him left-handed. Here's the Tiger pitcher. Left-hand batter, last half of the third inning. One out and nobody on. Dizzy Dean's first offering. It's a call strike. A fast ball that was right down the old alley. Rick Owens, umpiring behind the bat. Raised the right hand, indicating a call strike. Ball is low inside. Crowder stepping back away from the plate. And now the count is ball one and strike one. General Crowder completes the first round of the Tiger hitters. Here's the ninth batter of the afternoon for Detroit. Ball two. Last ball is high inside of the count on pitcher Crowder. Ball two and strike one. Last half of the third inning. Tigers three runs behind. One out and nobody on. The pitch. Ball Crowder pulled away from the plate, but the goal called it a strike, and the count is two and two. St. Louis Cardinals three, Detroit Tigers nothing. It's the last half of the third, one out, and nobody out. Jojo White hanging around home plate. The pitch. It's a high pounder, a top ball. Dean has it, tosses to Collins, and Crowder is out. Crowder swung hard at that ball, but popped it, and it was a high bounder about 15 feet high that Dizzy Dean waited for, and then crossed over to Collins. Now he has two men out. Nobody out. And Jojo White. Center field of the Tigers coming up. Last time up, White pounded out to Rocher to Collins. Here's the first pitch to White. All one. Fast ball was inside. 
Wright pulled his bat down as if to punch them, throwing Copper Martin, the game carrying in fast. But of course, it was a ball, had nothing further happened. Here's the wind up again. Dizzy Dean pitching. Here it is. It's a ball up and back. Ball one, strike one. Manager Mickey Cochran coming up next. Last pass, the third inning, two out, and nobody on. Dean winds up, and here it is. Ball two. Two and strike one. Again, Georgia White pulled up that end as if the bunt. And once again, Papa Martin came coming in. Martin goes back to his position. He pulls the dirt out there in front of him. Here's the wind-up again. Two and one, the pitch. A change of pace offering is a little bit high, and it's three and one on Jojo White. On a change of pace offering, the Dizzy Dean seems to jerk that ball in there. There it is. Right two, Carl. Carried up with bloody pass. Three and two. Jojo White, a left-hand batter is up. Last half of the third inning, two outs, nobody on the pitch. Go ahead, he says, ball four. That's the first pass of the afternoon. Dizzy Dean is smacking his bare hand against his glove. And Edward, just a little bit of temperament on the part of Dizzy. Left halfway in toward home plate. Now he has his glove out, pulling up his trousers. And as the cardinal infielders come in to say, words of encouragement, he nods his head, holds up his bare hand, says, fear not, my men, fear not. Mike Cochran, the manager of the Tigers, is coming up now. Mike, you know, is a left-hand hitter. We delayed a moment. Delancey, Cochran, Hendrick Owen. They're talking something over there. Now ready to go again. Jojo White is on first. Two men out. Cochran, the left-hand batter, is up. Dean is back on the rubber. A long stretch. Here's the pitch. Ball one. A fast ball. must be a dancer. Old Bill Robinson never had a better foot step than that one for it. Is he being decent paper? It's a base hit! A base hit to left field! Terry Leggett between the ball, takes it into third base, Jojo White stops at second. That is really the first chance this afternoon in this World Series that the Detroit Tigers have had a real chance to let loose. And boy, the 45,000 and upward fans here at Raven Field certainly cut loose when Mickey Cochran called that ball into left field. Now we have runners on first and second. Charlie Gellinger is up, a left-hand batter. The pitch, straight one, call. He's going to the back of Mike Cochran, but Cy Perkins, who was coaching at first, doesn't permit a play. He yells at Cochran, and Cochran is back back. Here's the pitch to Gellinger. It's a cry ball. Cardinals. With runners on first and second, carrying a 
First time up, Pepper was out, third to first. The next time up, he reached first, Parmarmo and Taylor. And now he is coming up for the third time. A ball, low inside. Pepper Martin, you know, is a right-hand batter. No hit, shot of two trips to the plate. Strike. Nice serve ball over the heart of the plate and the count on Pepper Martin is ball one and strike one. Jack Rothrock, the right fielder, hanging around home plate. The pitch, it's a ball. That ball was blown outside. Now the count is ball two and strike one on Pepper Martin. Third tracker of the St. Louis card. First half of the fourth inning. One out. Nobody out. Here it is. Pepper Martin attempts to punch. The ball hit home plate, bounded up and hit Pepper Martin in the rib, but the umpire has called it only a, a foul and it's strike two. Ball two and strike two. That time Pepper Martin attempts to cross five on up by jumping the front down the third baseline. But his bat was jumped a little bit over the ball and it hit the rubber and bounded right up at the header. Two and two, the pitch. Ball three. Curve ball is low outside, Cochran digging it out of the dirt, and the count on Pepper Martin, ball three, and strike two. First half of the fourth inning, the Cardinals three, the Tigers one. One going, you know, and nobody out. Here's the windup, three and two it is, the pitch. Strike three, swinging. That was nice work on the part of Mike Cochran, a tip ball that Cochran was able to hold. So it's a strikeout for Pepper Martin. Two out and nobody on. Jack Rothrock is coming up. That's the first strikeout for Crowder. Rothrock is up. Strike called. Rothrock pulled away from the plate on that one, but apparently the ball was over the inside corner. Here's the windup again. Two out. Nobody on, you know. Change of face offering is a foul up and back. Two. First half of the fourth inning, you know, two men out and nobody out. First game of the World Series of 1934. Here's the pitch. Well, it changed the face off and seemed like it took a full minute to get up there, but too high. And the count on Roth Rock is strike two and ball one. Here it is. Very high infield fly. Near third base with Owen Rogel. Deciding Owen is under it and Owen takes it. Retiring the Cardinals in the first half of the fourth inning. And then fourth. At the end of the fourth for the Cardinals score is three to one. Dean came up first and Dean laid into that ball swinging hard and the ball rode way high, far and wide. Dawson chasing over, it looked impossible to get over that. He went over on the line and made a wonderful catch and brought that entire 17,000 feet. Those people out there in that left field, sticker section, up to their feet, praising that wonderful catch that Bruce Dawson made of Dean's long drive in the left field. Martin, Martin then came to bat.
Jackson went down on a strikeout. The third with a tip foul and went into Jackson's glove. And two men were gone. Nobody on. And Jack Rothrock, who bats and throws right, was up there at bat. He came up in the Boston Red Sox and rated as a regular until he broke his leg. And apparently threw, but came back strong and was purchased by the Cardinals from Columbus during the winter. Played 125 games and hit 350 with Columbus. Got away to a great start. Won his first. Rothrock went out on the fly. And here we are with Bruce Cosman back with the Tigers in the last half of the fourth. All right, Tom Manning. A strike. It's a strike. Curl. Cosby rolls a left-hand batter. Dizzy Dean. Right-hand pitcher is in the box for the Cardinals. Here's the wind-up again. Cosman back from left-handed. Curl. The third ball was high outside. And the count. On the juice is well run. And strike one. Bruce told me this morning all the folks down New Jersey are all tuned in this afternoon. All have their fingers crossed for the success of their native son, Bruce Cosman. Well, was inside, Johnson steps back, raising both arms into the air, and it is ball two and strike one. Graham McNamee sitting here just marveling at this dizzy team. This is the first time I've seen him, Graham. No, he's on a few times here in the year, Tom. Boy, here's a pitch. Is it? Next pitch, it's a call strike, and the call is two and two. Two shots of Left hand hitter, you know. Last time up to do singles. It's a foul up and back. The count on Gosling remains ball two and strike two. A little old scramble over there for that one. And somebody got that ball. There'll be no more World Series for that one lap. Probably have a long, comfortable winter in somebody's trusted world. Two and two. Here it is. Gosling hitting. It's a ball too high. Gosling was all set to take the wheel at that one. But it was... A little bit too high, and out of count is three and two. Ball three and strike two, the last half of the fourth inning. St. Louis of the National League three. The Tigers of the American League one. Dean winds up. And the ground ball. Right off to Frankie Fish. Fish to Collins. Dazzle is out. One down. Frankie Fish is all set for that one. Took the ball on the right. Third hop, so high, and crossed it over. Very gently to Rip Collins at first. Now we have one man out, and Billy Rogel, the veteran shortstop of the Tigers. Left-hand hitter is up. He's a switch hitter. He's back to the left or right-handed. Ball one. After Dizzy Dean let that ball go, he yelled, oh, golly. Well, it's a gentleman anyway. Rogel is up. Ball one. The pitch. Frederick came in from left field, hit his short, left center, and took that high fly on Billy Rogel. Two men out, nobody on. Last half of the fourth inning. Bob Owen is up. Last time up, Owen struck out. He got some right-handed. Took the first ball, takes the high fly, short, right field, switch backing up. They're all coming in almost, but you 
Washington but Chase gets over the ball and takes it. Rock Rock, who is a fast runner, came in fast after that. Collins and Chase were back with but finally Chase took the ball and got Rock Rock whirled around on his feet and barely avoided a collision. That's all for the Tigers in the fourth inning. Go run, go hit, go out. The Goose came up there, and the Goose was batting J.G., and so was his team, pitching to him the same way. The count ran up to three and two, and he banged one down to Frankie Brace, who took it, made a nice toss over to Collins, and the Goose retired to the dugout. One out in the fourth for the Tigers. The score three to one against them. Rogel came up to bat next. Rogel, the shortstop for the Tigers. He banged the fly into short left center. Metwick came in very fast, and the Ducky boy was unrit for the outmission. A pretty catch coming in fast and hard on his position. Two men gone, and Marvorn, the third sacker for the Tigers, was at bat. He drove a fly into short right, and Frankie Brick went up, stopped very fast in position. Rothrock was coming in, it looked for a moment as if they were going to stumble. Brick did lose his cap on that, he went out after it, and was under it for the third out, retiring the side. One, two, three, Goslin, Rogel, and Owen. No run, no hit, no errors, and we go into the fifth inning with the St. Louis Cardinals leading over the Detroit Tigers. Three, two, one. Tom Manning, come in here. Here is the Cardinals up at bat with Frankie Briggs, the first man up there. Here you are, Tom. Frankie Briggs, you know, is a left-hand batter, Crowder, and Cochran for the Tiger battery. A strike call. That was a nice fast ball over the inside corner on Frankie Briggs. Swings it's a long drive to right field. Fox is going back to the barrier, and he is under it and has it. That ball was just about three feet from the barrier in deep right field. One man out. Now we have Joey Medwick coming up. Medwick, you know, is also a long distance hitter. Joe has some tape around his right wrist this afternoon. First pitch to Medwick, a ball up and back, right. Joey Medwick has two hits out of two trips to the plate. Two out of two. First half of the fifth inning, three to one in favor of the Cardinals. The pitch, hit the ball. First ball is high inside, and the count on Joey Medwick is ball one and strike one. First half of the fifth inning, one out, and nobody out. The pitch. Drive deep in the left center field, back, back, going, 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 high into the preachers, out in left field, and it is a home run for Joey Mudwick, the little left field of the St. Louis Cardinals. Two Cardinals was off with a crack of the bat, but there seemed to be no doubt in his mind. He ran out the steam barrier in left field, but the ball was over the fence for a home run. And now, it is 4-1 in favor of St. Louis. Wheeled all the way around. Another count is ball two and strike two. 
shots of Gillespie hanging around home plate. It's a foul back. The count remains two and two. First half of the fifth inning, St. Louis Cardinals of the National League, four. Tigers of the American League, one. Carter in the box for the Tigers. Cochran behind the bat. Collins up two and two, the pitch. Change of pace, ball is outside, and the count is three and two on Collins. Three and two, one out, and nobody out. Here it is. Ball four, he left. That was a fast ball inside, and it was plenty high. Mike Cochran has just pointed over toward the Tiger dugout now. Perhaps wants someone to go down to warm up. No one has come out of there yet. Well, we have Delancey, the catcher, coming up. Delancey is the left-hand batter. Strike, ball. Probably had a curveball over the heart of the plate that time. Now we have Collins on first, you know. One man out. Delancey, the catcher, is up. There's a high fly out to center field. Jojo White coming in a few places under it, and he has it. Two men out. Collins is on first. Ernie Orsatti coming up. Orsatti, you know, the center field of the Cardinals to the left-hand battle. Ready to go, you know, two men out. Collins is on, and the pitch hits a call strike. General Crowder sends that one over the inside corner. Done, about now. First we've had since the game started. The pitch hits a ball. Last ball was too high, and the count, ball one, strike one. Ernie Orsatti is up there, a left-hand batter. Two men out, first half of the fifth inning. Cardinals, four. Tigers, one. The stretch. It is. The And it's a base hit of the left field. Collins was off with a crack of that bat, but 2,000 retrieves the ball, whips it into Billy Rokel, and Collins is held at second base. That's the second hit of the afternoon for Ernie Horsotti. Base hit, wide to center, and now he has singled again. Two hits out of three times up. That brings Rio DeLosa up. Cardinal shortstop, a right-hand runner. Put up twice before, both times hitting fly balls to to White and center field. Here's the pitch. Ball one. The third ball was inside. First half of the fifth inning. Two out. Runners on first and second. Collins on second, or Daddy on first. So you up the pitch. The high fly out for center field. Jojo White moving over into left center is under it, and he has it. That is all for the Cardinals in the first half of the fifth inning. And here is what happens. Frankie Frink was first up. He had a fly ball to box his left field. Joey Mudley got a hold of a fast one and parked it about 10 rows up into a left field bleaching. A fine souvenir for somebody. Collins, with a count three and two, he walked. Delancey. Flying out to White and center field. Ernie Ostrani got his second hit of the afternoon. A single to left. Collins is held at second base. Rocher then hit a fly ball to center field. Retiring the side. 
And it's three balls. Three and one. Glenna White and Disney caught in. Going even a little bit put out about that third ball. Three and one is the count on the batter. And here comes the whole Fasnel infield in the draft doing. First, Andrew Frankie Trace and Leo DeRocher West in. They're battled now by Rick Callis and Kevin Martin. Here turns around, got finally to Rip Fallon. The other was on back to their places. And Rip turns around, stops out to his place. At first base there, turns his attention again to the batter. Down three and one. Two out. And he gets a left. Well, that's outside and wide. Joiner White down on first base. Two men out. And Gordon Stanley, Mickey Cochran. Manager and the catcher, back left and throws right. He's up there at the plate with one arm. Two out. Here in the last half of the fifth, he four to one against his team. Mickey Captain's up there at the plate. He doesn't matter about hitting love the time. He looks at what comes in, and it's a called ball. Little high. Dead center, but high, and it's a ball on Mickey Captain. Joiner White down on first. That's the picture in the last half of the fifth inning. Four to one, David the card. Here's the pitch. It wheels over and it's a foul strike. One and one. It wheels right over the heart of the plate. He comes right down the alley and Mickey wasn't looking for out there. And it's a foul strike. One and one. Two men down. Joyner White on first. He takes a little lead off. They look at him over his shoulder. But shoots it in. And down the right field. But it went foul. That wind seemed to catch it and shoot it over. It's a long strike into the right field. And it curved him down there almost out of the it was a hard hit ball, and Joyner White comes back, trotting diagonal across the down to his plate at first base, and Mickey again steps into the batter's box. It's one and two. One and two, that's the long strike. Mickey steps up there again, he's back resting on his shoulder, looking hard down at his knee, takes a couple of swings. Dean has his shoulder now turned to the plate, glancing just a little bit over Joyner White, who's taking his lead off there. He shoots it down, and Mickey swings at it, drives it down, where French takes it, shoots it over to Collins, and there's a man down on second, and there's nobody down there. Now it's three out, and they retire, and the Cardinals come in the bat, and here's Tom Hanks, tell you what happened that inning. He caught the first up in the final half of the fifth, and he fouled off to Rip Collins. Collins got the first right away, back for that one. So is that. Then we set it back for General Travis. With a cop, well run, first one, he tried deep to Ernie Orsatis. Orsatis came over nice to the right center, two in the first that drive. Georgia White came up, and after getting a crowd of three and one, he left. Georgia Mike Cochran gave the fans a bit of a thrill, and he got a hold of one of two bathrooms and drove it deep into right field. He ran, sort of flat out there until they hit the far line in the extreme corner. The ball was in for a foul. Cochran then counted out six to dollars. So long, so one base on balls, no error. It looks as though football Marbury will be the next pitcher that is not official. However, up to now, at the end of five innings, here is a summary of what the pitchers have done so far. Dizzy Dean has allowed the Tigers one run. Four hits. And the Tigers have only tipped into two bases on balls. Carter allowed four runs. Six hits. And this is one base on ball. The only extra base hit of the afternoon is that long, long run into the left field pitches by Joey Mugler. There is no question.
Harper marching down on second, one out. Pitch and a strike on Mr. Frey. Strike one, he's up there again, now Marbury has it up there, looks around at Martin on second. A pop, 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 in to way out, off the foul line in left field. The third baseman goes back there, and he's under it. Owen, making a sweetheart of a catch up, he went back fast. Lost his cap in the process. Steve came back in, and the crowd gives him a nice hand for a beautiful catch going out fast under that pop-up, pop foul of Frankie Drake. Out there, way back of third, over towards the left field, Grand Sand. A beautiful catch by Marboy. So now, it's two out. Man on second, Pepper Martin, and Joey Medwick. Joey Medwick, you up at bat, who isn't a pleasant comer to get up there to the home plate, to any pitcher at any time. But Justin is a man on second. Here's Joey Ducky Medwick at bat, swinging that ball, he bats right. He swings hard and falls to ground. He swung so hard at that offering of Marbury. He takes it up nonchalantly. Jim goes back, walks around the pitcher's mound, rubbing the ball and looking at Pepper Martin down on second. Pass one in favor of the cards here in the first half of the sixth inning. Here's the offering. He fouls it back high into the upper tier back of home plate. New ball is given by Big Owen to Stockton, who throws into Marbury and football is what? Wiping it off out there, getting it in the condition that he likes to pitch it. Has a big number 11 written on the back of that pretty white tiger uniform. Comes in, walks in, throws the rubber. Looks around a couple of Martin on second, taking a big lead. Wind up, shoots it across a slow ball. Nice change of pace. It came in, but it was wide, and it's called ball one. One and two is the count on Joe Ducky Medwick. And on second base, two out. Four five to one favor of the card. Marbury's watching Martin back. Turns around, shoots it in, but it was low, and it's ball two. Low and wide of the plate to a right-handed batter. Marbury gets the ball back. Drops his glove down onto his wrist. Everything hanging there by the trap. Wipes the ball off. Comes in. Looks both ways. Throws it over his right foot. Looks back at Martin. And makes an offering to swing. Yeah, just for the instance if he would. But nothing's happened about it. And Martin wasn't alarmed. Nobody was coming in there to the second base. And he knew all about it. He turns his head to the batter. Shoots him. And again, it's a high foul. Mickey Tucker knocks his mask off. Goes into the stand. He can't get it. So another ball comes into the ball game. Marbury has it. He's having to wipe off a lot of balls out here to get him into the condition. He likes to pick them. And Marbury looks around there. Martin again, who's gone back to the second track there, standing on it. Either Bill Rogel or Charlie Gerringer are paying any attention to it. They're watching to see what Joe Medwick does down there. He swings, hard drives a liner into right field. It's a Hoffman and the runner comes in. Pepper Martin crosses the plate on the throw. He had ahead of the throw, and he did in. It wasn't that he could have gotten it. The ball failed out the box into the other run-in. Now six to one on the single. It's Joe Medwick drove into right field. A line drive out there with hit short of what anything that these Fox could do about it. And there are two runs in this inning. Now, Medwick is down on first. Two out, two runs in. And James Rip Collins. James Rip Collins with the Cardinals. First baseman at bat, always a dangerous man. Thomas told you a couple of times this afternoon that he has hit 35 homers during this 1934 season. Here's the pitch. It wings in, and it's a ball. Ball one. Wide of the plate to a left-handed batter outside. Just Collins up there. Edwick down on first. He starts down for second. Has to hit nice hit and run. Drives it hard on the ground out into right field. 
safe on first, and Medwick is safe on third. He slid in there. He was way ahead. It wasn't necessary, but he hit the dirt anyhow. And there's a man on first and third. Two out and two runs in on Rip Collins' single. He was off with the pick. Nice hit and run, and they worked it, getting hold of that ball and driving that into right. The umpire down on second base. Umpire Geisel throws his arms into the air, and there's a time here for the moment. All the players now, with the exception of Hank Greenberg and Charlie Garrett, have walked in to talk to Brad Marbury, and he's leaving the mound. He's leaving the mound, and we'll have another Detroit pitcher here. No one out on the warm-up mound, but here comes a pitcher running in. We can't see who it is. He just came down the runway. Can't just see who it is. Walking in with a big windbreaker. Guy taking off now. Throwing it down to the bat boy. To tell you who it is, just a moment, who's going to replace Marbury there in the box here in the sixth inning with a score 6-1 to one against them of his first ball game here at Maven Field of the 1934 World Series. It looks like Baker, but we can't identify him for the moment. Our first here high. Elon Hodgett, the Indian, has come in. Elon Chester Hodgett, the left-handed pitcher, has come in to replace Marbury here in the sixth inning. Hodgett replacing Marbury in the sixth inning with a score six to one against them. Six to one favor the Cardinals. Jeff Collins is on first. Joey Medwick on third. Two out. And two runs in here in this inning. Hard half the sixth inning, the first up. Hodgett goes over and takes hold of the rosin bag. Wipes his hands off on it. Turns around and tosses one over to Greenberg for another set of warm-ups. And he turns his attention to the batter, who is William Delancey, catcher of the Cardinals. He swings hard, drives it way out, high into left you over, goes his head, it bounds against the fence. It's good for Two bases, and he scores the runners. He's now held at second on the throw-in, and both Hedwig and Rip Collins come in on that two-bagger of Phil Delancey. A hard drive over Goose's head. And now he's 8-1 to one in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals here in the first half, the beginning of the first ball game of the 1934 World Series. Ernie Orsatti falls into the plate. He's up there already taking position in the batter's box. Elon Hodgett. Finally gets the ball back. Wipes his hands off on the rising bag. They hold the ball again. Joe Delancey down on second. Two out. Four runs in this inning. Swings and here's the pitch. And it's a call strike right straight over. And a 31 but Our Fatty was looking for that shine right here at the moment. And the ball goes back to Mickey Cotter to the pitcher. Winds up. Shoots it in. He swings hard at it. The grounder down to the second base. Charlie Gehringer. He's out at first. Gehringer to the first. 
Patrick first, here's the first four runs in that inning, and here's Tom Manning to tell you a resume of how those four runs happened. All right, Tom. Boy, that was really an inning. Dizzy Dean was first up, after he was dragged for missing one by the crowd, he just took it off and then got a hold of one and doubled to left field. Pepper Martin, single center, and Dean scored. He almost missed that third base drag over there. Bob Owens, an umpire reared and had a bit of a conference, and the umpire thought that that size nine two or better of Dizzy Dean had just licked the cushion. Rothrock made down a sacrifice. Marbury to Greenwood. Quick, fouled out to Owens. This was the, the outstanding feeling play of the day. A great running catch. Almost 40 yards from third base to Bob Owens. The Tiger third tracker went to get him. Joey Medwick then came up and with a count two and two. He singled to right field, scoring Copper Martin. That was Medwick's fourth hit of the afternoon. Three singles and a homer. A great day's work for anybody. Collins then gave perfect execution of a hit and run play. Singles to right field. Medwick went to third. Offset, he played Marbury, a left-hander. Delancey doubled against the barrier in deep left field, high over Garland's head. Frederick and Collins score. That was fine splitting on the part of Collins. Makes it eight to one. Orzani then bounded out. Geringer to Greenberg. So at the end of five and a half innings, St. Louis Cardinals with the National League. Eight. Detroit Tigers of the Americans one. The last half of the fifth and fourth bar. The last half of the sixth, I'm just to correct you on a number there for the moment. We have Charlie Geringer up at the plate for the Tigers here in the last half of the sixth. Here's Dean is looking him over. Here's the pitch. And it's a strike. Geringer down there at the plate hoping to do something here. They're trailing by 8-1 to one as they go into the last half of the sixth. Geringer first man up here for the Tigers in this half of the inning. And the ball sails over and it's strike two. Strike two. Lancey waves the signal down to Dizzy Dean, walks out, holds up his hand, signaling what the umpire called it, confirming it so that Dizzy will know exactly where he is in relation to the batter. He winds up, shoots it in, and it's a low one, and a ball, a ball on the batter. Winds up and gets another one in, and ball two, and strike two. Two and two on Mr. Charlie Geringer there. Dizzy Dean winds up, shoots it in, he whams it down to first base. First baseman, and he tosses it over to the pitcher. Dean coming over to rip out. Rip out, knocks the ball down, picks it up, and Dean coming over fast at the cross on him. Got there just barely ahead of Charlie Geringer, who was pretty fast on those pins of his, and there's one gone. That's always a beautiful play on the ball, and when the ball drives down to the first baseman, the pitcher comes over, crosses the plate, taking a throw from the first baseman who has gotten it from the batter. It's always a pretty one when it's executed right. And it was a, had to be executed fast then because he was a hot drive which he knocked down. Here's Hank Greenberg up at bat. Here's a pitch. The drive over second base, a line drive, and the old base pass that he had it in two thousand not quite the ball down back. It took it in to second base and he obtained a second. It scored as a hit and an error. A hit and an error. He came in fast for that ball awfully hard. It bounded up just about a yard in front when he was trying awfully hard to get it. Hit him in the chest, bounded off the edge station. And Hope Greenberg is down second on a hit and an error on center field, Ernie Orsatti. Hank Greenberg is on second. One out. And Goose Goslin, Leon Allen Goose Goslin, left fielder of the Tigers at bat. He bats left, bats left-handed, but throws right, you know. 
his effect. Any ping pass goes through down on one knee, turns clear around. If he'd gotten a hold of that, Lynch certainly would have gone places. He gave it all the heft that he has, and believe me, Goose has plenty of heft. We were talking to him last night, and he was talking about what big things he hoped to do in the series. All of them want to do that. They're hoped anything hard to can and misses the ball, but he's nothing but a lot of air on the end of his bat for his trouble. all the boys on these two teams, great fellows, and anxious and hopeful for what they can all do in the series. Hank Greenberg on second, one out, strike two on the batter, Bruce Goslin in the batter's box. Dean again takes that lazy chance, takes the wriggle from Delancey, makes the stretch, winds and it shoots in, and a little easy one down, it gets the Greenberg, the short stop and third baseman, and Hank Greenberg comes in and scores, either one up to get to it, and it's a single for Bruce Goslin. Both of them fired hard, both. Leo DeRocher and Pepper Martin, both of them trying to get to that ball, but it was just Jim Dawson. A hit for Goose, scoring, and Greenberg in the second, and that makes the score 8-2 to two here in the last half of the pitch in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. William Rogel, Billy Rogel is at bat next. There's the big number seven on his back. The white side of the uniform. Cardinals in their old uniform. The Light gray with the red figures. The Cardinals. There's the pitch to Rogel, man on first. And he drives one hot down to the second baseman. Then shoots it over to first. The man is out. There was no time to make a double on that. There's just barely had time to get that ball and get it over Rip Collins to get the man out. That first is two gone with Bruce Sarvin down on second and they run in. Two men out, score eight two in favor of the Cardinals. Just time for Chris to get that one over to Collins to get Bill Rogel out. So we have Marvin Owen. Marvin Owen, who this year is at 321. He's driven in 88 runs. He's been doing a lot of good batting during the season. He's up there at the plate now. He's back right. Also, he's probably had a runner to pick. Then it's a ball on Mr. Marvin James Owen, the third batter of the Tigers. And on second, two out. Ball one on the batter. It has a signal, he winds up, there's a catch in the pitch, and it comes over, and it's a all strike. Umpire Brick Owen does that right hand up, and out in the gesture of the strike. It's one and one on the batter. Marvin Owen in the batter's box. And on second base. He's one. Here's the pitch. He swings hard, but gets nothing for his trouble, and it's one and two. Ball one and strike two on the batter. Two out. One run in. Eight two favor the Cardinals. Here's Dean again looks in. He has a very lazy chance to make that and winds up, makes the stretch, and it's a foul. Back of the plate, looping into the first tier. Delancey walks about eight or nine feet in front of the home plate. Boy delivers the ball back to his team. Who's driving down on second, taking a lead of about five yards off the base. Looking around to see if anybody's paying any attention to him. He views that short stop at second base. He's coming after him. A swing, a hard swing. And here's at the batter. Fools striking out Marvin Owen. And the side is retired. The score, 8-2 in favor of the Cardinals. The end of the sixth inning. Here's Tom Manning to give you a resume at the Tigers half of the sixth. Tiger half of the sixth. One run, two hits, and no one. One error, rather. One run, two hits, one error. Geringer, about Carlos Bean. Greenberg, single. He took second. Osari, error. Osari tried to shoot swing catch them, and he was given an error. Goslin, single to left field, scoring. Greenberg, making it eight and two. Rogel is 
Goff switched to Collins. Cosmo went to second. Bob Owens struck out. So at the end of six innings, St. Louis Cardinals eight. Detroit of the American League two. You know, folks, the Ford Motor Company, folks, at the crowds that are listening in, at the showrooms of Ford dealers throughout the United States and Canada, as well as everywhere else, are enjoying this game. It is coming to you from Navenfield, Detroit, the first game of the Blue Ribbon Classic of 1934. The first two games here at Navenfield, in Detroit, and the next three, if necessary, in St. Louis. Going into the first half of the stretch inning, and here is Paul Bond. Elon Rodgett, who leaves Marbury, who had previously taken Crowder's place after Crowder was pulled out for a consider. Rodgett is taking place in the box, and the Cardinals are up with Leo DeRocha, the shortstop. First man up here in the seventh inning to start of that. He's at bat, taking place in the box. There's the pitch, and it sails in and is called. The ball is wide to a right-handed batter, wide outside of the plate. He got and it back out to Elon. He takes it, winds up, here's the pitch, and he drives one down to the shortstop. Let's leap into the air, pull it down. Rogel begs it over to Greenberg, and the man is out. That ball is a bad down, and still Rogel gets a nice hand from the fan for leaping in the air, clearing that ball after it made a bad down. Man is out at first. Rocha retires to the dugout, and here it comes. Jerome takes Dizzy Dean up to the plate. Just 23 years old, and the amazement of the Major League. This man, Dean, who won 30 games, lost seven in this past season. He comes up there, takes his place in the box. Elon Hodges turns his attention. He has his hands behind, both hands behind his back. The time before he assumes he can get taking signals from Potter, and he winds up. Here's the pitch. Then swings hard and goes down on one knee. He put all the heft he had into that one. One strike on the batter, swinging. Again, Hodgson winds up, comes down the alley, fouls this one off, and it goes clear high over the whole stand. And this is a high stand here in Detroit at Maven Field. Fouls it clear up over the stand. He's back down there again with strike two on him. Hodgson rubbing off the ball now after drying off his hands on the rosin bag. Left-hander, you know, south ball, swings to the fourth drive, winds up, drives it in, and he swings wide at that one, and he has struck out Dizzy Dean. Two men gone here in the first half of the seventh. Dean retires the dugout, which brings John L. Pepper Martin up to the plate. Pepper Martin, lead-off man, third batch of the Cardinals. Next man up. So far to Rocher and Dean have been up there, and both out. And Martin is the third man up for this inning. Two out, nobody on. The score eight, two favor the Cardinals. Here's the pitch. And it's wide, forcing him back on his knees. The batter forcing Martin back on his knees is the ball. Very wide. This man, Hodgson, steps out wide. Swing, round arm. Gets the ball in, and he tried to butt it. But he fouled it off. Hit down there around Mickey Coxon's foot. And it's one and one. Pepper Martin. Pepper Martin goes off, wets his hands, rubs him down on the dirt, takes hold of the bat, off his shoe, almost like Lefty O'Doul does for the moment. Steps back into the batting box, here's the pitch. Sails in and he drives it, hot down to the shortstop. Phil Rogel sends it over to Greenberg, retiring the side. One, two, three, three up, and three down for the Cardinals for seven. They lead eight to two. Here's Tom Manning to tell you how that happened. Boy, we certainly watched two great plays that time. It's also about five Owens play. Billy Rogel, a veteran shortstop of the Tigers, just turned in two brilliant plays. And DeRocha, the first man up, hit up 
Ground ball is out short. The ball hit something and took a nasty ball. Vogel leaped into the air, turned halfway around. James Allen whipped that ball over just ahead of the team to Rocher. For a 12 play. Dizzy Dean, then very nonchalantly, took his exercises three strikes. Dizzy doesn't do that very often. And the pitch is really tough. But then he just went up there and swung and struck out. Two balls. Pepper Martin, then hit a back down between the shortstop position and the second base bag. Vogel went over, came up with that ball, a hard smash, and caught the finger. No runs, no hits, and no errors. Dolly up for that old seventh inning stretch. Have your stretch either way. Take the stretch between the first half, the last half, of the seventh, when we are in either part. So, if you're rooting for the Cardinals, go ahead and stretch. If you're rooting for the Tigers, go ahead and stretch. The last half of the seventh, busy team sits again here at fourth. Deep box is back. Ball comes sailing in. It's a call strike right dead over the heart of the plate. The batter wasn't ready for it. And it's a call strike on the box. Score, eight to two in favor of the Cardinals in the last half of the seventh. He swings hard. The next one drives a high one. The not going to be back. Back in at the ball and long jumping down, some jump plunks into the big net, and there's one gone. Irvin Fox, beat Fox, the right fielder of the Tigers is out. He retires the dugout. After Lancey takes that take the ball, as I had a foul back of the plate. A very, very high one. Dean walks out to the pitcher's mound again. Delancey gets his mask on and just each side to a pitch comfortably over the years. And here is Elon Chester Hodgson. That's Sanders pitcher, and he back left. He's up there to take his place in the batting order. He winds up, here's the pitch. He tried to bunt, and he missed the ball, and it's strike one. The bat got away from him, rolled halfway out to the pitcher's mound. He tried to bunt that one, lost his hold of the grip, or on the bat, and it's strike one. Strike one on the batter, hogs it, one out. Nobody on, last half the seventh, four, eight, two, favor the card. Ball floats over, and it's called ball one. It was outside, way wide. Tried to change the pace, but couldn't get it over the plate. One and one on the batter, somebody on. He swings the next one, drives it down to the shortstop to Orchard, who begs it over to first, a nice fast play. The ball's up there just ahead of Hodgett, and two men are out. Two men are out, and Joyner White, ahead of the batting order for the Detroit Tigers, the American League champions of 1934. The first game of this 1934 World Series with the St. Louis Cardinals. Joyner White is back, 4 8 2 in favor of St. Louis. Two men out. It winds up. Here's the pitch. And it's ball very low over the plate. It's ball one. He drops the plate. Got that big black bat of his again. He looks over the pitch. It comes rolling down. And it's a called right. One and one. Brick Lowen calls it. Down there at home plate. Umpiring at home today. Bill Clem down on first. Geisel on second. Here's the third. Here's the pitch. He winds up. Shoots it in. And it's ball two. Two and one on the batter. Dean hitches up his trousers on the right side. Can take that lazy stance with his foot on the rubber. Let's see the Lancey for the signal. Now he's heading to Demon. Starts that wind up. The half wind up. Shoots it in. And the batter swing guard. It sounds away from the catcher. It's right two. Two and two. Lancey keeps the ball hard back to Dean there, crunched into the net, and again he assumes that stands on the mound. Right foot forward, both arms hanging lazily. White steps out of the box for the moment, steps back to the plate. Count two and two on him, two out. Steps back up there now to face the pitcher, to wind up, and the pitch, and he fouls it high up over the stand. Back to home plate. Ball sailing high over there. Trying to get the new ball from umpire Brick Owen. Shoots it back in to Dean. Traces out her calling encouragement to his men. 
Bring a lot of pepper into this infield. The outfielders move a little impatiently here at the pitch. It comes in and the pal strike. He floated one over there, fooling Joyner White. And it's strike out a pal strike on Mr. White. And the side is retired. The score is 8 2 in favor of the Cardinals. All right, Tom Manning, come in. The strike will happen at seventh inning. Pete Fox was first up. And he fouled out to Delancey. That was a very high foul. Delancey went back, waited for it, and took it for the first out. Victor Hulkset. Then out to Rocha to Collins. This is a fast play by Leo DeRocha. The Cardinals stretched up. And Jojo White up there with two strikes. And Dizzy Dean, very nonchalantly, helped in a change of pace, offering as big as a pineapple. And White let it go by for a call strike and the third out. At the end of seven innings, we find the National Leaguers, the St. Louis Cardinals, eight, and the American Leaguers, the Crush Tigers, two. Now, as he starts the eighth inning again, the Tigers have that old black ball out, tossing it around, looks like a piece of coal. They tell me they've used that ball uh, warming up before each inning, practically all season. Hawks got to know a softball pitcher is in there for the Tigers, and manager Mike Cochran, as part of the fact that the score is 8-2, Cochran is still in there, encouraging his men, and still fighting for this first World Series ball game. First half of the eighth inning, come in for it. Here's Jack Rothrock taking his face in the batter's box. He winds up, here's the pitch, comes over and the call strike. Strike one on Jack Rothrock, the right fielder of the St. Louis Cardinals here, right starting off the eighth inning, leading eight to two. Here's the pitch. Comes in, and he half when you tipped off the bat, and it's strike two. A foul tip going high over the back back into the sand. He just half when it's that when it's cross the tip his bat. New ball goes back to the pitcher, Elon Hodgson. Big in Jim Boy, left-hander, shoots over the plate, and the ball, he fouls it. It was high. One and two, ball one and strike two. It's around the infield and then winds up. And he drives one a little easy. Went over the second base and had his legs out there. The right field receiver shoots it in. It's a single for Jack Rothrock. He fought went over to the ball. Just a looper right out there over where nobody can get to it. Nice single for Jack Rothrock. Frankie Trace comes up next. He just walks out to Bill Rogel taking the ball from him. That's the ball that's come in. Carrying the ball back in looking at it. Comes and looks around at Charlie Geringer and finally turns his attention to Frankie Fraser, who was taking his place in the batter's box. Throws the ball over to Hank Greenberg. There was no chance of getting the runner there, but he crossed over for the moment. Jack Rothrock takes the lead. He's out the front. The pitcher comes in fast. Retrieves it. Has no time getting the second cross. It down. And Greenberg, instead of going back to touch the plate, catches the runner on the line, coming into first. Jack Rothrock down on second on the sacrifice. One out, Jack Rothrock on second, and here is Joe Medwick. Joe Medwick, a very defendable batter, up to face Elon Hodges with a man on second, the score eight to two. Hodges taking his place back there now, with his left foot on the rubber, he looks around at Jack Rothrock, who takes the lead off second. Makes a far long stretch into the air, shoots it down, and it's a high fly out in the center field, and Jojo White goes back, is under it, and has it. The runner starts down a third, he makes a hard throw on down a third, but it was a little wide of the bag, and he flags in safely. Jack Rothrock is down on third base, two out. After Joe Medwick flies to Jojo White, out in center field, which brings Rip Collins. Rip Collins, Cardinals' first tracker. Next in the batting order, up to bat. Man on third, two out. Score 8-2 in favor of St. Louis in the start of the eighth inning. Hogs takes the ball. 
Goes in the glove a few times and walks over, picks up the thousand bag, drives his hand again, soon got the He's had both hands behind his back, brought, looks into the signal, finally winds up, keeps the ball in. It's a bounder down to a second base. Geringer takes it, shoots it down to first, and the side is retired. All right, Tom Manning, you can tell how things happened in the Cardinals half of the eighth inning. Here's Tom Manning. Jack Rothrock was first up, and the singles, right center. Frankie Fritz played down a pretty sacrifice and was out pitcher Hofstep to Greenberg. Greenberg tagging Fritz on the line. Joey Medlick then got a hold of one and drove it deep into left center field. Jojo White going back to make the bat. Jack Rothrock went to third. Collins. And hit a ground ball down second base for each. Tommy Gerringer came up with it. Cross to Greenberg, retiring aside. No run, one hit, and no error. And so he's won the last half of the evening. St. Louis Cardinals of the National League are out in front, eight to two. Fuller. Fuller goes to center field for the St. Louis Cardinals, replacing Ernie Orsatti. Phillips in center field for the Cardinals. Last half of the eighth inning, the manager, Mickey Chocolate, who's back to left handed, will lead off for the Tigers. Come in for it. Here's Mickey Cochran up there. Take his place. Here in the youth inning, we've seen Sailing Nation 2. We've seen Victor Signal winds up, comes in, and it's a call strike. If he didn't offer at it, call strike on him. Here in the eighth inning. Back there, he takes a couple of exercise, swings as the pitch. He comes in and for ball, right of the plate, outside to a left-handed batter. He takes throws his back there around his head one. Puts it back on his shoulder. If he winds up, shoots it in, he doesn't offer at it, and it's a ball. Two balls, again, it was wide to a left-handed batter. It's about waist high. He's seen a dusty sap. That's what twice he's liking. Take that lazy stand, the lance is wiggling to him. He's standing there swinging his bat. Here's the pitch. He drives it down to the shortstop. Andrew Roaster shoots it over to Collins, and he's out. Easy ball for the shortstop to handle. And lots of up in the infield. They shoot the ball around. One gone. Here in the eighth inning, the Cardinals leading 8-2. to two. Next man up is Charlie Geringer, sparkling second baseman of the Tigers. Takes a couple of wraps at the plate. Got a big white bat. Plays on his shoulder. He bats left. Here's the pitch. It's a called strike again. The first ball that comes over. Just about waist high and dead over the pan. The call strike on Charlie Geringer, who did not offer at it all. Kept his bat on his shoulder. He looks good. Dean, who Dean winds up, shoots him a size again. That change of pace. The floater coming in. And it's wide of the plate by quite a bit. One ball and one strike. One out. Nobody on. Geringer at bat. Count one and one on it. Here's the pitch. He drives the ball far, wide and high, way out into left center field. And Ducky Medwick came over and got it. Incidentally, we got a change in outfield at the start of this inning. Six bullets. Six bullets replaced our fatty in the Cardinal center field. Two men are gone, bringing Hank Greenberg up to bat again. Hank Greenberg wipes his hands with dirt, takes hold of his bat. Swinging it down towards the plate. Takes a couple of toss swings with it now over the plate. And Dean is looking. That signal he winds up with that half swing of his. Shoots the ball in. And again, the first ball into the batter is a called strike. Rick Owens indicating it. Two out. Nobody on. 
One strike on the batter. Here's the pitch. A call strike. He's got a one in there. He just turned it over. A fast one and a hot one right dead over the plate, and it's a call strike. Strike two on Hank Greenberg. Two men out, nobody on. Last half of the eighth, the score eight two in favor of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hank Greenberg is back for the Tigers. Here's Dean gets the signal, winds up. It's a fast one, and he shoots in. That's a hard-driven ball. We're out. It's over into the stand for a home run for Big Hank.
Bill Delancey down there in the batter's box. He winds up there in the pitch. Shoots in and it's strike two. He swung hard at that one but connected with nothing at all. Goes off and wipes his hands in some dirt. Takes his place back at the box. Taps the plate. Here's the pitch. It's a ball. Three and two on the batter. Three and two on Bill Delancey. What will the next one be? Always a question in the batter's mind when it's three and two. He's got a looping down, he drives it hard. It looks like it's going in the feet, but not quite. Goose Gardens goes back up against the fence and takes it on the run. It, that ball looks like another one of those homers into those left field bases. So Delancey retires the dugout. There's one gone here in the Cardinals half of the ninth inning. Dick Bullitt, who has just replaced Orsatti in the eighth inning in center field for the Cardinals, is next up. Dick Batson throws right. He's taking his place down there in the batter's box now. Ball comes shooting over. He's wide of the plate. It's a ball. Wide to an outside to a right-handed batter. One ball. Also has it again. Looks over the signal. Winds up. Shoots it in. He drives it hot over second base. Way out into center field. It's good for a single. Rojo White throws it back in. A single for Dick Bullock. Just come into the ball game. That was his first time at bat. Leo DeRocher. Shortstop, St. Louis Cardinals next up, 4-8-3, favorite of the Cardinals here in the ninth inning, first half of the ninth. Rochers at bat, a man on, one out. Hodge is looking well first, turns, shoots it in, fast, and it's a foul into the Tigers' dugout. Taking two policemen and a player guard. The policeman is coming down at the end of the dugout. Rochers up there, strike one on him, man on base, one gone, 4-8-3. He has a reputation of being able to hit, and it means something when there's a man on. His batting average, 258 for the season, but he got most of those when it meant something when there's a man on base. Hodges has the ball after trying it over to Greenberg, trying to see what he could do with Mr. Bullock. He drives it hot down to the shortstop and strikes it to second, but there wasn't time to get it down to first. Man is out at second. Dick Bullock and DeRocher is on first base with two outs. Dizzy Dean comes up. Dizzy Dean and he's getting a nice hand from the fans. As he walks out of the dugout, comes sailing very slowly up to the plate, walks around back to Brick Owen, then Mickey Cochran to take his place, wipes his hand in the dirt, picks up the bat again, taps the plate, and lengthens his grip on it, looks back at the pitcher, here's the pitch. A bounder right down towards second, it's fielded by Gerringer, runs over, steps on the second base, forcing the runner out at second. That was the ninth inning for the Cardinals to lead 8 to 3, and here's Tom Manning to tell you about it. In the final half of the ninth inning, Delancey was first up. Delancey fired each to Gonzo. That was a nice running catch by the Goose. Playing over Vic Ford left center and dashed back into left field to snag that long drive. Vic Bullock, who recently replaced Horsani, singles to better field. Here's a rocker, then forced Bullock, Rogero to Gellinger. And Dizzy Dean, after falling several pitches, then forced to Rocher, down at Gellinger, on a pitch. Under the ground, brought it very close to the second base pass. Before we go to the last half of the ninth inning, St. Louis Cardinals eight, the Tigers three. Come in for it. Air time this afternoon. Now you might hear this World Series baseball game. Here we have William George Rogel. That, and he fires off the first pitch here in the ninth inning. 
driving it back on a foul into the gun down the upper tier. The ball firing off the top of the bat. Dean Dean's out there looking over the signals again. He winds up. Rogallis' bat is a bit. It's a ball. Wide the plate, and it's one and one. Bill Rogallis back in the ninth inning. First man up. Winds up, and here's the pitch again. Comes shooting in again. It's outside. Missing the corner, and it's ball two. Two and one on the batter. Ninth inning with the Cardinals leading eight to three. Over the Detroit Packers in its first game in Nathan Field. Here's Jay shooting the pitch, and again, he swings it foul front and back mile into the grandstand. Just left the plate. Bill Rogel steps out the batter's box. Steps back in a death in his cap. Drops the plate. Has a big black bat over his shoulder. Takes a couple of tire swings. Here's his one winding up. Takes a double wind up this time. Off on the out of the batting box. And he swings up arm again. He's starting to wind up again. Takes the stretch and shoots the ball in. And with a change of things, he drives it down to over the left field. Right into left field over the third baseman's hat. A nice single for Bill Rogel here in the ninth inning. These Tigers have had a reputation for plenty of runs. Piling on to a pitcher in the ninth, and the crowd is warming up. It's trying to slide rooters here in Maven Field. Trying to get hot and start a rally here in the ninth inning. For their team, their wild, his favorite, favoring their home downers. They're trying to start something. The old familiar. Walker, Robin Walker. 
He drives one down, but it goes. Cowboy gets the first. Raptor batting for Hawkins. men here on the Tiger team coming over the loudspeaker the man was announced in the dugout Walker batting Gary Walker southern boy with an accent he's up to the ninth he was talking to him he's up there now he's back right center fielder just looked at him hard turned around looked at the man at first over his shoulder shoots the ball in and it's high and it's another ball it's two and two on Gary Walker Walker steps out of the box, and seeing that motion, gives up, back and picks up the rosin bag. Contest, the whistle takes his place first, and they both step back in. Here gets the signal, makes the stretch, looks over his shoulder, shoots the ball in, and they get it quiet, and it's three and two. Three and two, two out, a man on first. That's on first. Here's the pitch. He swings hard for the third strike, and the end of the ball game. Jerry Walker missing the offering of Jerry Dean. The broadcast of this game has been sent to you by the Ford Motor Company. Builders of Ford and Lincoln Cars and Ford Trucks. You're partially invited to be their guest again tomorrow, when the World Series battle is resumed at Maven Field. And in the meantime, watch the Ford go by. Now we'll turn the microphone over to Tom Manning. We'll give you a summary of the game and his highlights. All right, Tom Manning, come in. For the benefit of our many friends who have just tuned in, the final score today, first game of the World Series, the Cardinals 8, the Tigers 3. The Cardinals 8 runs on 13 hits, the Cards make 2 runs. The Tigers 3 runs, 8 hits, and 5 runs. Things went along rather smoothly in the first inning with no score. In the Cardinal half of the second inning, Delancey was out on a fly ball to Cardinal. Ozani then singled to left field. Carosa was up. He was out on a fly to White. Dean then drove to Rogel and Hardy. Ozani was safe at second base. On Gerringer's Keller. Pepper Martin. That was two on and two out. Hit a foul to third. He was safe at first on a wide throw. Rock Rock singled to center, scoring Ozani and Dean. Martin went to third, Rothrock stopped at first. Frankie Fritz is then out, Gerringer to Greenberg. The Cardinal half of the second, two runs on two hits, the Tigers made two errors. Then we hop over to the first half of the third inning. Joey Medley led off with a single, past third base. Collins, rounded out, Medley went to second. Rogel threw badly and took another error. Then safe at first on Greenberg's error, and Collins scored all the way from second. Makes a beautiful slide just ahead of the throw at home plate. Ozani then tries to right field. Rocha tries to pop. Driving half of the third, it put them three runs ahead of the Tigers. One run on one hit, and two more errors for the Tigers. The Tigers scored their first run in the last half of the third. Crowder was first up. He was out. Team to Collins. White left. Mickey Chapman, single, after the count, and brother three and two is single to left field. White went to second. Gerringer, single, scoring white. And they just scored three to one at the end of three innings. No more scoring then until the cars came to bat in the first half of the fifth inning. Ludwig then got a hold of one and drove it high into the left field, reaches for a home run. Collins, after getting a count of three and two, he wept. DeRocher then flies to White. Orzani, single to left field, Collins went to second. DeRocher, end of the inning, flying out to White. Makes the score, 4-1 in favor of the Tigers. 
in the sixth inning. The Cardinals really broke out, led by the great Dizzy Dean, who after being led by the crowd for missing a strike by several yards, he then parked a two-base hit against the barrier in left field. Pepper Martin singles to center field, and Dean crossed the plate, tied to one the Cardinals. Jack Lovelock laid down a sacrifice Marbury to Greenberg. Followed out to Owen. This was a great shot by Bob Owen, who ran some 40 to 50 yards away from the first base, pushing down the left field to make the catch. Joey Medwick, with a count two and two, his fourth hit of the afternoon, with a single to right field, scoring Martin, making it the card six, Tigers one. Collins, then gave perfect execution of a hit to run play, with a ringing single to right field, sending Joey Medwick to third. At this point, Hulkset replaced Barbelli. Hulkset is a southpaw. Gilassi doubled against the barrier, sending Medwick and Collins across the plate, making it 8-1 to the Cardinals. Morgani then bounded out, Gerringer to Greenberg. In the sixth inning, the Cards scored four runs on five hits and no errors. The Tigers came back in the last half of the sixth inning with Gerringer going out, Collins to Greenberg single to center field, but Orgotti tried a two-string shot. He was given an error because Greenberg went to second. Bruce Garfield single to left field, and Greenberg scored. Eight to two, the card. Rogel is out first to Collins. Garfield went to second. Owen then struck out. No more scoring then until the tiger half of the eighth inning. At that time, Ricky Cochran was first up. He was out close to the column. Gerringer tried to Medley. Hank Greenberg came up and smacked a long drive into the newly erected stand in deep left field at Bayland Field for a home run, making it 8-3, which was the final score. The final half of the evening, one run, one hit, and no errors. For the final score in summary again, the St. Louis Cardinals, representative of the National League, eight runs, 13 hits, and two errors. The Detroit Tigers, representing the American League, three runs, eight hits, and five errors. The starting pitchers this afternoon, Jerome Dizzy Dean, who turned in 30 great victories in the regular campaign for the National League Senate. He was opposed by General Crowder. General Crowder, you know, is one of the outstanding right-hand pitchers of the American League for several years, particularly during the playing season of 1933, when he turned in a great number of victories to assist the Washington Senators in winning the American League Senate. However, he appeared to be plenty tired in the series last year and failed. But he came back again this afternoon, inspired by new surroundings, the crowds out here at Detroit. He went in the box this afternoon, but was treated rather roughly by the representatives of the National League, the St. Louis Cardinals. The outstanding plays this afternoon have been quite agreed by the fourth bond, Andrea Matthew and yours truly. Of course, the two long matches for home runs. Both in the left field reaches. One by Joey Redrick of the Cardinals, the other by the first base from Hunt Greenberg of the Tigers. Bob Owen shot to that long foul. It was a flipper. Any time a third tracker goes 40 or 50 yards down the left field with his back to the plate, that is easily the outstanding play of the day. Billy Rochelle turned in two great plays for seven innings. He leaped into the air for a bad boundary. Got his man at first. Then a fly ball with Ted Sandwich in between. And for the third out of that seventh inning, Billy Rochelle dashed over close to second base cushion, went down on one knee, and came up with a skipper that was a slow play and got it over to first base for another out. And now, don't forget, weather permitting, the Ford Motor Company brings you another World Series game tomorrow at 1.15 Eastern Standard Time. The report of this first of the 1934 World Series between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Tigers of Detroit, who sent you through the facilities of the National Broadcasting Company. Goodbye.